Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson, and tomorrow night, Highland Park Lacrosse faces ESD for the final home game of the season. The Scots have had an incredible season and are preparing for a run at the state championship. Joining us today are the Highland Park Varsity Blue Lacrosse captains, Ben Abel, Quinn Gordon, Wesley Iverson, and Frank Musa. Well, let's go around the table and just introduce yourself so everyone knows whose voice is who. Hi, everyone. I'm Frank Musa, number 26, and I'm a face-off midfielder for the Highland Park Scots. Uh, I'm Ben Abel, number 16, and I'm the goalie. I'm Wesley Iverson. I'm number 15, and I'm a midfielder. I'm Quinn Gordon. I'm number 12, and I'm a midfielder. So not only is it exciting that you guys are all here, this is also our 200th episode of the Bubble Lounge podcast. Awesome. So you're here to celebrate with me. Congrats. Yeah, thank you so much. Well, not only is it the last home game of the season tomorrow night at Highlander Stadium, but you're also having a big block party, which is your biggest event of the year. Yes, ma'am. Tomorrow is going to be a a big celebration, you know, um, getting getting the whole community together, which, you know, Highland Park Lacrosse, we stand for that. Our community is one of our biggest assets, and we'd appreciate all the support for the people to come out. We're, we'll have BESD shirts, we'll have Chick-fil-A, the drum line will be there, a lot of great activities, and like I said, we really appreciate all the support. Yeah, I mean, the, it's a big fundraising opportunity for the program, as well as just getting everyone involved, including the younger kids, the high schoolers, everyone together. And then Frank mentioned the drum line and the bagpipe being there. So it'll be a really cool environment to be a part of. And as well as uh, not just our youth fan base and the parents, a ton of our sponsors will be there as well, like Vista Bank and, of course, Chick-fil-A providing the food. So it's nice to see everyone come together and show a lot of support. Very nice. Ben, you were talking about the younger kids coming out tomorrow night. Tell me, I'm a mom of younger kids, pretend, and tell me how I would get them involved in lacrosse. So, yeah, so this year especially, we've been really promoting our Bantam to Blue, as Coach Pressler says, and it's just connecting the high school to the Bantam and the youth programs. And so we'll come out to a lot of their camps or practices and stuff and just kind of, like, interact with the kids. And so the Bantam program, when you bring those kids up and they have a high school mentor, it's really big for them to, like, just see guys and where they'll end up in the future playing under the lights. It's really cool. Well, in the eighth graders, they've had like six come out and be able to go in the locker room and just kind of mm-hmm. be a fly on the wall and get to see what goes on behind the scenes. And that's been really neat. Mm-hmm. I know if I was an eighth grader, I'd love to be in that locker room and see what it's like. So, you know, it's good how we've been connecting throughout the whole program and to see what it's like to be on varsity and to see all the stuff. Sure. Well, tell me, lacrosse at Highland Park hasn't been around quite as long as some of the other programs. Kind of give me some background of the history. So our program was created in 1995 by quite a few players, and I'm pretty sure one of the counselors, um, Mr. Manula is his name, and he was uh, one of the big parts of actually connecting it with SMU and having the players at SMU coach the first few teams at Highland Park and really get the go move, from, move away from the dads coaching to the dads man, being more managers for the teams. And since 1995, we've had one of the most historic programs in all of Texas, and it's really brought lacrosse down south, where most notably it's it's up in the northeast and, and surrounding areas over there. And so we've won 11 state championships since 1995. 
uh, seven of them being in the D1 division and, and four of them in the D2 division. Well, you're right. I like what you just said. Um, my son has played hockey for many years, and he's always been disappointed that it's not as popular down here as it is up in the Northeast. And you're right. You guys have done an amazing job of just, like, letting people know that you're here and, and gaining the support of the community. Yeah, and I think, like, part of that is we're kind of starting to gain a national recognition for our play. We're competing with some of the prep schools up east and just really showing us them that Texas lacrosse is up and coming. And it's just, it's really fun to compete against those guys because you see their names everywhere in the rankings. Yeah, so we had two games this year against Garden City, who's from New York, which was a historic win for not only our program, but our, our the state of Texas in like as a whole. And then we, that later that week on Saturday, we played uh, a team called Don Bosco from New Jersey. And that's another great win for our program and just, yeah. I was at the Garden City game. That was exciting. Very scary towards the end, but you guys pulled it off. It was awesome. Couldn't have done it without Ben. Eh? <laughs> 19 saves. <laughs> you were definitely on fire, that's for sure. Yes, well, you guys have had like a really unique opportunity in that you got a new coach right before your senior year with Coach Pressler, who is very renowned in the lacrosse world. Tell me what that's been like. It's been incredible. Um, the way he's come into the program and he's inspired us, you know, he's not just, it's not all lacrosse. You know, we have a lot of life lessons and he teaches us moral things that will help us later down the road. And one thing that Coach Pressler has told us in the past, it's like, he, d he doesn't want to just be our coach just for this one year and we move on. You know, he wants us to come back to the program, to, to the alumni um, he wants to write us letters of recommendations when we need jobs, you know. He's so in tune with the whole program, and he texts us every day. He sends us messages every day. We meet with him every day. He's so in tune, and I think that's one of the greatest aspects of him. And, you know, it's truly amazing. My biggest connection with how Coach Presser has been more to us than just a lacrosse coach is how much he's taught us about, like, the mindful part of sports and just life in general and always being in tune with like how you feel or like what are you thinking right now and just having more of a, a strength in our mental health area. I'm glad you said that because I was at a parent meeting a few weeks ago and I heard him speak and that's what he said. He says mental health and academics come first and I really like that really got my attention. The first thing I noticed right when Coach Presser came this summer uh, we, we met him at a tournament, and he, he, he texts us that morning, and you just immediately know how on top of everything he is. He knows everything that's going to happen that whole day. His whole day is itinerized, and, uh, and yeah, he just, he just gets us ready. Yeah, I mean, coming from a club program, because we're not UIL, so we're not a school-sanctioned sport necessarily, he treats this like a Division One program, and our level of communication and like professionalism is probably greater than, if not equivalent, to any Division One program. That's wonderful. I mean, communication is so key, and you're right. So often it doesn't happen in, in organizations like this. Well, with the team's impressive record and undefeated district play, what do you attribute your success to this season? I think a big part of success this season is our discipline. Um, we've never had such a disciplined team this year. Um, from a lacrosse standpoint, we've embraced like the little things in the game, such as like the ride, um, you know, 
fundamentals is a big thing that Coach Pressler drills in us in practice. And, you know, I'll let Wesley and Quinn and everyone else tell you all, but it's been some great stuff. Yeah, I mean, uh, the real thing for me has been the buy-in from all classes, and Coach Pressler has been making sure that happens, is everyone, and it's something we've never seen before in all our years of in the program, is everyone's so committed to the end goal this year of winning state and just piece by piece working together. Like We're so bought in and ready to go, do anything to win that it's – unreal the class division that there was in the past is gone i mean we have sophomores producing most of our goals at this point it's it's crazy an example of that buy-in is uh spring break if you heard but we uh spent the entire week playing lacrosse in florida i did hear that yes and a lot of people would look at that and maybe be disappointed but we more of saw it as an opportunity and the level of competition we faced down there was truly amazing and and our whole team came together closer as well, being together for, I think it was six days straight. You get to know everyone pretty well then if you don't know them already. <laughs> and one thing about that senior spring break trip is uh, Coach Presser pulled the seniors aside over the summer, and and he, he, he told us that he, he at first he asked us what we thought about doing a senior spring break trip, or not a, a lacrosse spring break trip for the whole week. And I, I didn't see a single eye flinch or, or, or anyone, anyone think anything differently than we need this. Like, this is, this is what will help us in May and going forward. Well, I think that speaks volumes about Coach Pressler because especially with you seniors, you know, the senior spring break, there's so much buildup to, to that whole trip and, and participating in that. And the fact that you guys, going back to what Frank said, had the discipline and you guys wanted to do this instead, I think that speaks volumes. Ben can actually share a very funny story uh, <laughs> over that spring break. We, we love to laugh in the bubble lounge. So. Right. Uh, so senior spring break. Or in the the spring break trip with uh, the <laughs> lacrosse team, we did a lot. It was not only lacrosse; we also did team bonding experiences. Like we went to Top Golf, we bowled. There was countless things we did. And so for bowling, Coach Wrestler told us wear your tackiest outfit, and the, it, well, there'll be an award for that. So <laughs> we're all dressed up, looking ridiculous, like a bunch of clowns, basically. And we get we go down for dinner before we go to bowl. And we're all sitting there and like some guys basically shirtless at this point. <laughs> and the we're at spring break with a bunch of other teams around and two girls teams come down <laughs> while we're all half of us and looking ridiculous. So it was just one of those times where you look at Coach Wrestler, he's back in the back of the room just smiling and laughing at us. Oh, he set you up. Yeah, there was no award <laughs> no award for Tackiest shirt at all. So we we were all like going to uh, just you know, through the depths of our closet trying to find something funny, and it was all just for him to get a laugh out of us. So what was the girls' reaction? They thought we were crazy. They <laughs> they they're like, what is going on with these kids? I mean, at first we we got that down there before everyone else, and so it was just the guys' teams and and or, or just our team, and uh, we noticed there was tables around us, and that was like the second night there. So we did, we hadn't really eaten with anyone or any other team, and uh, and we noticed the the name card said 
woman's Deerfield, Deerfield like Academy in, in Massachusetts, I think. Right. But, and, and so we started like noticing that and, and we were like, oh wait, did he get us? And then, and then they walk in and we're like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> we're, me and Frank and these two are still planning on getting him back. Mm-hmm. He's I, waiting for it. We're just okay. waiting for the right time. Yeah, absolutely. You're coming for him. Well, everyone looks up to you guys as the captains, and I'm just curious, what do you do to motivate the team? I think I think Frank's the best the best motivator on our team personally. He's the he's the best vocal vocally for sure. I can um, see that. One thing that all of us do and incorporate is just uh, like just being loud at practice and being 100% in every drill and really focusing on the little things within each and every drill. The the big motivator for me it's like. I don't want to get a bill from regret later in life. You know, I want to do everything I can to make sure this team is in the the place that we are, so we can so we can win this whole thing. And to me, and to all four of us, that's the biggest motivator. Is at the end of the year, we're holding up the trophy, we have our medals, and that's the big motivation. And to to drill that into our teammates is another big thing. A big a big thing that I talk about with our guys is our effort. You know, it's okay if we make mistakes because in life we're all going to make mistakes. But if you're giving in 120% effort every time, every drill, every practice, every game, then we will be where we're supposed to be. Yeah, and like Frank said, this is, and we are trying to let the younger kids know this, is this is our last go as seniors. And after this next game tomorrow, then after that, it's one and done. You lose once, you're done. And so we've been telling them that, kind of getting it through their head, because we've seen it happen to the grades above us. And so we're just trying to show them, like, we got to buy in now and then work hard every single day. And so we have no regret, like Frank said. And we work together to do that. I think we're always talking with each other on whose turn it is to really get after somebody one day or whether we need to be on somebody or building somebody up. And it's just it's that working together with each other and Coach Pressler to make sure we're all on the same page with that. Well, this is a question that I love to to ask the anyone who plays sports. And then I asked uh, Coach Lashley, from head coach of SMU football, the other week. And I want to know what you guys do to prepare for the game, like in the locker room, on the way, on the bus to out of state, ga- out of town games. And I want to hear something funny, unique, and interesting. <laughs> um, one thing Coach Presser told us about is how a lot of teams, it's like you gotta you gotta beat the bus ride first. Um, so uh, one way that we have started doing it is on the ride there. Like we did two trips to Houston this year, so uh it's a long bus ride and you're, you're getting right off the bus and it's going straight to playing so one thing that we worked on was like stretching during the bus ride and like getting everyone moving up and around having fun throughout the bus ride and just trying to quote unquote beat the bus bus ride yeah i mean it's also everyone's got their own pre-game superstitions and stuff and we all like do our own things some people like to keep it really light some guys you won't hear from for the three hours leading up to the game but it's like we all just kind of come in together. One of us will always speak before a game, and we just kind of settle into the environment. If you get really bought into, like, what's happening outside or who's in the crowd or whatnot, you kind of lose sight of what the main goal is. And so our locker room environment's super dialed in and just, like, listening to music. But, like, before then, sometimes we do other things together. So I'll let Quinn talk about that. Uh, 
Well, I, I was going to talk about something else. One thing we've really been focused on this year is trying to stay present and in the moment. And in those big games, like, it's going to happen tomorrow. Like, you're under the lights. There's – I can't even tell you how many people there are, but there's all your peers, and you, you feel this pressure to do, like, maybe something that you probably shouldn't do in the game. Like, you want to – for uh, for me and Wesley, it's like try to score a goal when we're not supposed to, when – when our coach is telling us to do something else. And so what you have to do is you have to get in your own mind and stay present in that moment and and do the right thing there. And and that's really tough, but we've been trying to focus on that this year. Yeah, Quinn mentioned a great point. Um, we've told our guys to to worry about yourself and do the things you need to do. You know, don't worry about how the crowd's going to react to this. And, like, tomorrow night, it's going to be a big game, like Quinn said. A lot of people, all of our friends out there, some guys might want to – score a goal just to feel the crowd and to embrace that. But like I said earlier, it's all about the discipline. And before the game, we just got to get our mind right and focus in on the little things that we need to do. How do you guys balance? Because I know lacrosse is a very intense sport as far as there's multiple games, multiple practices each week, and balancing that with the academic rigor of Highland Park. So a big thing for me is like my morning's pretty open. So I can be able to schedule like to go in early with a teacher and go over stuff or even right after school. We're usually good. Our practices are sometimes later in the afternoon. And that also goes back to how Coach Presser is so itinerized and kind of that kind of relates to us, too, to where we then schedule our whole day and take notes from him on that idea and are able to succeed more throughout our classes that have a lot more planning to do with it. As, long, as well as all the tests and quizzes that we have to do, and we're able to plan better ahead for that. Yeah, I mean, Coach Pressler, he sends us the practice plan around 9.30 in the morning every day. So we have the whole practice schedule, plan out our day. Our, you know, There's a lot of tutors within the area, so our guys can schedule around that. But one thing that he talks about a lot is our time management. And, you know, you get home after school, if you have practice at – seven to nine well you got to get home and you got to get your schoolwork done first because you can't wait till after practice when you're tired and you got to eat dinner and all that kind of stuff so time management is a big thing yeah I think we're kind of learned to or we learn to do that through lacrosse and just time is one thing when you get to college you have to manage your time and you have to be your own accountability you can't have somebody else holding you accountable like your parents because they're not going to see your grades every day and so I think lacrosse, we kind of also hold each other accountable. Like if we see a younger guy struggling and we, we can always help him out or say like, hey, you need to get this checked out for like, because if you want to go to this school, you're going to have to start improving your grades. And so we all kind of not only hold ourselves accountable, but each other. It seems like lacrosse, just since I've lived in Highland Park, has really gained popularity. And I'm just curious, how do your peers treat you? Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, the fan turnout we have at almost every game nowadays is great to see now. And uh, it, it's fun seeing uh, all of our friends at school talk about how much they enjoy watching as well. And, like, the speed of lacrosse is just really not comparable to any other sport. It's known as the fastest sport on two feet, actually. So it's really great to see kids that have no even, even have no idea about lacrosse still want to come to the games and just watch the how awesome it is. Yeah, I mean, you can kind of tell that obviously Texas football has the fall, but I think here at Highland Park, 
lacrosse is starting to take over the spring and people are really starting to just want to come to every game especially when we're playing these teams from out of state or these teams that you don't usually get to play in football or basketball like ESD you don't ever get to play them in those sports so it's really cool to see everyone like oh it's ESD I want to go watch our guys play them I want to yell at the ESD kids like we get a lot of people just coming out because the like Wesley said too just the speed of the game is so quick and it's so you don't even have to know what's happening to have fun at a game you're so right like I just love watching you guys you just you run so fast you're just constantly in motion like you never get a break it seems like I, I think lacrosse t- has a lot of ties from different sports. It has it has the contact of football. It has the like offensive I, IQ aspect of, of basketball, and it has it has like the the transition capability of, of hockey, to where where you're where you're flying around the pucks moving everywhere, and so it it, it it's a really a, a great draw for for people who don't know the sport to just come watch a game and notice those little things that they notice from their sport or their their favorite sport. If there's uh, someone like me or someone else that isn't really familiar with all the rules of lacrosse, is there any good video that they can watch? Because I don't know if you guys have ever seen this. Snoop Dogg has put together some awesome videos to help <laughs> you understand hockey, and they're so funny and they're very helpful. Is there anything that exists like that? I don't know that Snoop Dogg has done anything necessarily, but... uh, He's a big hockey fan. I'm sure there's something on YouTube where you could just search it up, and it will give you what you need to know, obviously. There's a celebrity, I think Adam Sandler. I think he promotes a little bit of lacrosse. He stated how his kids have played it and how how exciting of a sport it is. Okay, I'm going to look for that. Yeah. Also, uh, Barstool has gotten really into lacrosse. They actually own... Uh, a PLL team, uh, which is the professional lacrosse league. They own the Water Dogs, who uh, our coach actually just recently retired from playing, uh, Coach Ryan Brown. Oh, wow. Very nice. Very nice. Something that really impresses me about lacrosse is it seems like there's a lot of opportunities and scholarships out there. Yeah, I think lacrosse, it also, not only just with the scholarships athletically, but it kind of gives you an opportunity to reach into some of these schools that you wouldn't really see yourself getting into later. Like, the top lacrosse schools are all up in the Northeast, sure. and you have the Ivy Leagues, who are all ranked in the top 25, and yeah, and the ACC, the UNCs, all those schools that you are, just look at, and it kind of opens your horizons. And lacrosse, you talk to those coaches, and they reach out, and you're like, I never thought about this school, but now that you reach out, like that would be amazing. And so... Obviously, there's a scholarship part with how you play, but then just the opportunity and even the, some of these D3 schools, you such high academic that you would never think you could get into, but the lacrosse side just pushes you in. It really opens admissions. up some doors for you. Right. And I'd say, like, one thing a lot of us are doing is, you know, coming down in the South, everyone wants to go to the SEC schools and stuff like that, but lacrosse offers a whole new experience. I mean, you're going to a whole other side of the country and you know me and ben will be on the east coast quinn's going to be in colorado and leslie's staying here of course (laughs) um, where are you going again i'm going to smu just down the road a little close but that's another thing if you don't want to go and play at some like play college across um all the schools you can think of do have club teams as well and that offers and like a good way to meet new friends and just find like a group of people you can associate with at a brand new school that has tens of thousands of kids at it 
Well, I think that's great because you don't want a repeat of your high school experience in college. Right. So where are you guys going? Um, I'm going to Colorado College in Colorado Springs next year. Uh, yeah, I'm going to Loyola, Maryland to play Division One lacrosse. Uh, I'll be all the, all the way up in Connecticut. I'm going to Quinnipiac University. It's a div- Division One school for lacrosse. And then, of course, we have Wesley yeah. at SMU. <laughs> yeah. So before you guys wrap up the season, you have a really big game tomorrow night. Yeah, yes, I mean, it's our last one before playoffs. This one kind of locks in the seedings for everything. So it's it's a big one, probably the biggest of our season up to this point. And it's also the one where you have your block party, like we mentioned, and we really need everyone out there to just kind of show some love and be loud in the stands. Yeah, I mean, we're all thrilled for tomorrow night, and I know the fans will be ready, of course, and everyone else, but we can't wait to get after it. So you you heard them. They went to see you there in the stands. I will include a link in the show notes that shows that tells you where you can purchase shirts and Chick-fil-A and tickets. Guys, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having us. It was awesome. It was a great time. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. That's been another episode of the Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson, and we'll catch you next time.